Welcome, everybody, to the Eyes on Big Podcast, your go-to Big Ten football podcast, brought to you by the Amador Whiskey Company. I'm your co-host, Jeffrey the Greek, joined, as always, by... This is a shocked Big Kurt. <laughs> Big Kurt, you on Twitter. Doc Big Kurt is on Twitter at B1GKURT. And I am Jeffrey the Greek at Jeffrey the Greek. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Speaking of Twitter... Twitter just broke out some crazy news as broken by, I think it was Adam Rittenberg. Is that the first uh, I saw yeah, it? Yeah, that's the first I saw it. Yep. Paul Christ has been let go as the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. Jim Leonard takes over as the interim coach. A, a common thing is to say, this is my shocked face, but you mean it in a sarcastic way. Yep. This is literally my shocked face. This is insane. <laughs> Isn't that funny? We literally just talked about this, about how crazy it was that there are some Badger fans that are calling for Crest right now. And we said, okay, let's say it's five and seven. He's, he's not going to get fired, but then you, you have to, the heat turns up a little bit at least. But we this is the last thing I thought was going to happen, which brings me to my first conspiracy. Is there more to this story that we don't know yet? Yeah, I mean, I just think it's okay. Me and you are not gigantic hot seat guys. We no, we, no we're anti hot seat guys. We find it pedantic to talk about that, you know. Um, with that being said, I, I I do find it ironic that the very first time we have ever really discussed Paul Christ, as as in we are now willing to enter into the discussion. Yeah. That Paul Chris has to get things moving in order to keep his job. Literally two hours after we uttered those words, three maybe, he's gone. Um, okay, so is it that we, like, maybe the whiskey fans weren't the crazy ones. Maybe we're the crazy ones for not seeing more there. Obviously, any fan base is going to be more in tuned with what is going on in their program than even me and you. And we try to get as in tuned as can be. Uh, but, you know, super crawl, one of our best, you know, listeners and, and definitely somebody, I mean, he's just recently said, I mean, as, as, as uh, uh, recent as yesterday, last night after the game was over that he was extremely disappointed with, you know, getting beat so bad by the in, you know, uh, uh, in conference full, but that the talk of firing him is, is premature. And, and again, yeah. that's a, that's a well-versed, you know, uh, down-to-earth fan. But yet, I've got another buddy of mine that's a Wisconsin guy. He used to live in Minnesota. I, I, he was happy to hear the news. And I oh, said... I, I got a text from my one of my best friends. It's a Wisconsin fan. He was elated. I, I broke the news to him. And he's like, Fina effing Lee is what he's... He's been calling... Okay. He's been asking for this for multiple years. Um, I asked my buddy what percentage of the fan base is happy with this. And he said 80%. Mm. I, I don't think that's crazy to say. Okay. But, hmm. Well, maybe. And, and my friend's rationale is he's been saying this for years that they need to modernize their offense. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I reminded him, Gary Anderson tried that. He got run out of town. And they just brought in a new offensive coordinator. Um, and I'm not saying it's, it's you know, completely different, but I feel like there's been tweaks. So 
you know, the the modern modernization of an offense or not, uh, changes in schemes of a defense or not, it doesn't really matter if you're winning games. You'll you'll keep your job if you're losing games. You're okay. going to lose it. So here's but, where they could look back and say this was a huge mistake. This is a successful head coach. This is a coach that keep in mind when we do our rankings every year, he finishes very close to the top. Well, he's in the top half. He's in the top half. Yeah, finishes top third. Close. Yeah. I, yeah. Very. I mean, that's that's fourth or fifth. That's pushing it. But like, I'm we with look, you. Okay, we look very positively upon Paul Christ. We we do. I have dropped him down recently. I guess I probably have two, but and and you know for good reason. They they have slipped a little bit. We have to. Le- okay. With that being said, uh, this is a tweet from the Husk guys. Okay, and we've yeah. got some we've got some correlation between comparing. Wisconsin and Nebraska here. I think there's a couple other avenues we can go down, but Paul Chris records at Wisconsin. So this is since 2015. Okay. 10 and three, 11 and three, 13 and one. That was in 2017, eight and five, 10 and four, four and three. That's the COVID year last year, nine and four. And this year, two and three. And he says, LOL. Who fires a coach that wins at least nine games every year? Which is obviously, right? He so obviously he's joking because they're comparing it to Bo Pelini, which folds right into a a tweet from Dirk Chaitlin, another Nebraska writer. Ready for a wild stat? Question mark. Bo Pelini's record at Nebraska, two thousand eight to two thousand fourteen, sixty six and twenty seven. Paul Chris record at Wisconsin. 67 and 26 literally is close unbelievable okay and again that's what i'm saying though this is something that you could look back at and say what the heck were we thinking it's potential this i don't think it's being dramatic to say that this has a feast or famine feel to it okay so jimmy leon hard is the interim it's who seemingly every wisconsin fan wants to take over He's never been a head coach. What if he's not a good head head coach? So I, I think that obviously folds right into, I don't even think this is a conspiracy theory. This is just a very plausible explanation. There's been, th- th- this is a move to keep Jim Leonard as a member of your athletic department. And, uh, and obviously you're, you're fine. I don't like, think that's conspiracy. I think that's, I think that just makes sense in a way like that supports the people that were in favor of this. Yes. Okay. You you love Leon hard. You want him to be your head coach. This is how you do it. By the way, anybody that's listening to this podcast for the first time, we joke and pronounce it Leon hard because that's how it's pronounced anyways. Um, So now I'm going to get into my Wisconsin theory. Okay. And that is, I'm going to a Reddit tweet here. Uh, bear with this me. Is a, cannot this make might this? be the this this might be the craziest stat. Okay, cannot make this up. Paul Christ, and by the way, Reddit CFB, it's pretty good account, good follow. Give him a follow at Reddit CFB. Cannot make this up. Paul Christ is fired after getting sixty-seven wins at Wisconsin, third all-time for the Badgers. The guy above him, Brett Bielema, who won sixty-eight games with Wisconsin and blew out Christ yesterday in Madison. Brett Bielema, that's right, has one more win at Wisconsin. Than Paul Chris did. 
Can, did that have something to do with this? Um, if you're going to fire him, fire him. Hold on. If you're going to fire him, fire him before he passes Bielema. If you I really guess. want him out. I mean, you, you are convinced it's just too juicy of a stat to, ju- yes. to just write it off as coincidence. That's why I'm wearing my tinfoil hat right now. I am become death. The destroyer of worlds brought Bielema. That, that quote's not just for Mr. Oppenheimer anymore. Um, by the way, do you take this as a semi-slap in your face that... Yes. As an Illinois no, no, no. fan... I, yeah, I oh mean, my, how dare we lose to Illinois? Okay. I, uh, amongst the plethora of things that bounced through my, my skull, as soon as I heard this news, that was like third or fourth. Like, that was, whoa, uh, Illinois not, is, a, is a good football team this year. And, and they got outclassed in the second half. That was a bad look. Don't get me wrong, but I, I don't know. Like Illinois seemingly is going to a bowl. Like, let's say, let's say, I, I don't think it's crazy to say that Illinois winds up going nine and three gets into a nice bowl and finishes 10 and three looking back. Do you know what I mean? Like then the loss, it still looks bad. It's a home loss by three touchdowns. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't look that bad. We don't know how good these teams are yet. And right. And what if Wisconsin was headed to seven and five? That's not a bad year. I mean, by their standards, sure, but it's, it's not terrible. Let's be honest. Like we see great teams, lose at home to lesser teams because that's the sport of college football. By the way, these things happen. I mean, Georgia got lucky to beat Missouri last night, you know, and I damn sure think that Illinois is a better team than Missouri. And and let's be honest, Georgia is much better team than Wisconsin. Um, And by the way, this just broke about a half hour ago. Like Kurt and I are still trying to figure out, you know, all our thoughts and emotions on the thing. So, so this is a kind of a gut feeling reaction we're we're having here. Um, okay, another so another theory behind that. Let, let's branch off this the sixty seven and sixty eight wins and and dive deeper into Wiscanon. What is Brett Bielma the target? And that's why they did it. I just don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I, but that's I, too deep. That's too deep. You, okay. you, you, you got about a half a piece of tinfoil around your skull right now. And I think I you're coming it. up with that because you're, because you're an Illinois guy. Um, here, here's, an, this, this isn't such a deep conspiracy. I, I think this is just a big part of the puzzle. The recruiting had fallen way off. Um, yeah, yes, but that's recent. That's not, I mean, oh, go back oh, a couple of years. Okay. They were having really good classes still. Right. But it's been the last 18 months. And if, you know, uh, by the way, this, this, you know, it, I think some people think it's Barry Alvarez <laughs> made this decision. Yeah, Barry okay. is not the athletic director anymore. People right. need to understand Chris McIntosh is the full-time athletic director. Okay. So, okay. You can throw out the theories. I don't mean you, I don't mean you, Kurt. I mean, anybody can throw out the theories that uh, Barry Alvarez is still quote unquote pulling the strings. But you could just as easily throw out a theory that Chris McIntosh wants to start making this football program his own. So I I don't think, long story short, he made the decision. It is going to be interesting to see what statement comes out of the athletic department, one would think, sometime soon. Okay, so that ties into what I had mentioned earlier about Gary Anderson. He got run out of town 
for trying to change the offense, but he got run out of town by Barry, who's no longer the AD. So as you mentioned, Chris McIntosh may have a completely different outlook on this. I think Chris McIntosh, there has to be a, again, this is just a theory. The general feeling and look and demeanor of Paul Christ, you don't find it extremely appealing, do you, Kurt? No, I usually fall asleep. Okay, I I don't. I mean, most people make fun of it. Is it really that crazy to think Chris McIntosh isn't a big fan of Paul Christ in in interviews and whatnot, that he wants somebody that's more alive and more dynamic? and, And now you couple it with... How things are looking. Hold on. Recruiting. No. Okay. I pulled it up since we since we brought it up. I pulled up the recruiting rankings. They True, in 22, they did not have a good class. Big step back. In 21, they were third in the Big Ten overall. They were just, they weren't that far behind Michigan at number two. And so that's pretty we're darn talking about One class right now. I didn't mean, mean to make it sound like it's the whole puzzle. I just think it's a piece. Recruiting, yeah, I mean, recruiting I guess there's definitely a lot of recency bias with recruiting. And by the way, it was a small class that that made him finish 11th last year. It's still still ranked pretty high in average recruiting rankings. And I'm going to take a look at where they're at right now in the 23 class. Bear with me here. The the interwebs are are fighting me in, at the moment. So Big Ten, Big Ten class of 23, they're currently 12th. And their their average star ranking has taken yet another hit, so it's it's pointing down. I will admit that. Can but I also again, say in recent classes, these quote unquote studs, they have not been studs. Yeah. I mean, well, that's that's true. I, I mean, Mertz. I mean, this is a combination of Mertz and Bulma that that have gotten Chris ousted. I, I don't think that's a crazy theory. So sure. that's a gigantic recruit that hasn't panned out. There's offensive linemen that are barely cracking the lineup or or just flat out not playing that that are a part of that. You know, now you've got also Braylon Allen, who was, I don't want to say a nobody, but that's a late signee that's wound up being a star. So, like, there's right. good parts, too. But I don't know. I just there's too much smoke to the fire and hearing Wisconsin fans complain and, and rival fan bases pointing and laughing to say that that's not a potential piece of this um here's another potential piece to this this is i don't know maybe my own theory but we are entering into a new era of big 10 football where the money is upped which means the the stress is upped because if you're not cutting it these athletic departments probably feel that they have the cash to make a change if need be by the way paul chris contract this is from pete tamil the Paul Chris uh, contract, the school owes him more than $16.4 million if he's fired without cause. Um, and I don't think being mediocre is, is is enough. I don't think that's a cause. Okay. I, I, but hold I, on. with You said without cause. So part of me thinks this is too crazy. There's more, the, there's more of the story. To think that there isn't more to the story here. So... We had the weird thing where the coach was hired and then immediately fired. That was a bit odd situation. Another theory that's out there is the weird 
running back thing that happened somewhat recently. I think that was, was that the spring could have been last fall. It was, it was somewhat recently yeah. where, and yeah, that was last year because that was before we knew who Braylon Allen was. So that was last, okay. last summer. Um, all of a sudden two guys are gone from the team. It's kind of hush, hush whisper. Again, I'm kind of grasping for straws here. I mean, I think it's, I, I think it's fair to say this has pretty much been a squeaky clean type of football program. But certainly, when you compare it to you know the not so squeaky queen, yeah. squeaky clean uh, blue blood type, of, I, I don't know. I think that's fair. I think that's fair to say it has been a clean program. Um, but but again, without something else going on, then it leads me down the path of who do you think you are, Wisconsin? Well, and that, yeah. It, it Wisconsin is definitely a top 25 football program. Okay? No doubt about it. Okay. But they're not a blue blood. That is, but I, think those, read, I think those read, two things, go ahead. You read the records. We won 13 games one year. Somewhat recently. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. Um, now I will say, and, and by the way, his bowl record is fantastic as well. But the record in, in big time games, you know, when they go up in the big 10 championship, well, it's, it's not good, you know, and, and Wisconsin, like the grumblings I've been hearing from Wisconsin fans for three or four years is, Oh, yay. We're 10 and two again. And then we get blown out in the big 10 championship. I know I'm just saying, Kurt, that's, it, but, I guess okay. you, you get blown out in the big 10 championship game against Ohio state state team that far out recruits you that it's just in one game that's going to happen in college. Yes. And, and here's the thing. This is, this is what's crazy to me. So now you bring in a new coach. What is the realistic high expectations you can expect? Well, it would look a lot like Wisconsin when they were up and running under Brad Bielma and Paul Crest. Do yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think you can reasonably expect as a Wisconsin fan that you're going to look like Ohio state. So if we make that assumption that roughly 95% of Wisconsin fans understand that they're not going to hit the heights that Ohio state does, the next step down would look a lot like it did under Brett Bielma and Paul Crest. And I'm sorry, Wisconsin fans, you're not going to be Ohio state. I mean, not ever, but not consistently. Co correct. You're not going to, you can have a year. Sure. Yeah. And they have had those years. You're I mean, not going to do that consistently. Right. I, I would think one out of five times you play the best team in the conference, which is typically going to be Ohio State or Michigan, you should beat that team one out of five times. Um, that is the one thing I would point to is the record Wisconsin's record when they've played great or elite teams has been pretty bad the last three or four years. It has. That's fair. By the way, another, another comparison between, you know, we've got the Pelini and Chris record comparing Wisconsin to Nebraska, Barry Alvarez, the AD uh, at Nebraska for coach for a long time also played at Nebraska. Another thing, Paul Christ, Scott Frost, both former quarterbacks at their school. Yeah. 
that became head coach and got fired. That's crazy. Um, we saw Scott Frost on the the coaches on the hot seat stuff, you know, long before the season started. Wisconsin, like, if if they did a list of coolest seats in the Big Ten, Paul Christ would have been up near the top of that just just a month ago. Yeah. Like to go from, you know, preseason Big Ten pick, you know, from the Omaha or the Cleveland Star or whoever newspaper does it. It's the only freaking newspaper that releases it for the Big Ten. The preseason Big Ten West favorites to two and three and fired in under six weeks. It's just mind blowing, man. Like I'm still, I'm still, sure. I'm still trying to comprehend all of this. And, and I'm doing this in real time. But Jeremy Werner from Alina Inquirer, who I should have given a shout out to in the last cast, didn't. So I'm glad I did. Now he just tweeted: Wisconsin has several 2023 commits who were Illini targets, and he just he posted their recruiting class right now. Um. Yeah, there's a couple of them that Penn State, you know, has gone after. Sure. I mean, it's it's poaching season. I mean, it is kind of. You're kind of not it's it's greasy and grimy, but if you were a team that went head to head with Wisconsin and lost out with a guy that committed recently, you're really kind of not doing your job if you're not calling that kid back up and saying, do you want to reconsider stuff? It's a greasy, grimy world of college football. And Jim Leonard is going at those guys, too. Here's another thing. Maybe Jim Leonard didn't like some of those guys getting hired. Maybe maybe. And and by the way, there is a story. There's a recruits. Hold on. Who knows? I, I just, I had thrown a theory out in our Big Ten chat room that me and you are a part of that yeah. I wonder if there is some friction between Jim Leonard and Paul Crest. Like, it seemed like, do, do you remember just a week and a half ago before the Ohio State game when Jim Leonard got in front of the team and had a speech about the expectations of the program and it got out and a lot of people took notice to that. And it was like, Whoa, that's a, that's a guy wanting to stand out in the room and make his voice heard. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were basically saying he's campaigning to become a head coach. One of the jobs that he's been rumored to get again with the Wisconsin, Nebraska connection is Nebraska. I'm just saying like it, I don't think it, you know, you're, you're not, uh, I don't, uh, what's his face from it's always sunny in Philadelphia, you know, sitting in front of the board. Charlie trying, yeah. Charlie <laughs> trying, I, I don't think I'm him right now when I say that there's, there's probably something, <laughs> there's probably something there to say that Jim Leonard was tired of having an extremely high ranked defense and them not being able to win more games or bigger games, even though they have that said amazing defense. Now, coincidentally, this is happening in a year that Wisconsin just has a good defense and not an elite defense. So you I, know, I understand. Th- that is a great point. Uh, one thing we hammer home constantly on the Eyes on Big podcast is that every single football coach has an enormous ego, not just an ego, Enormous, and that goes for coordinators too. Most of the time, Jimmy Leon Hart, I'm sure, has a huge ego, and he's like, "Dude, I'm doing my end of the work. What What are you doing over there?" Yes, and you can't tell me that doesn't start creeping in. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and 
and, and it puts a wedge into the locker room and then bad things start happening. And yes, uh, Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota fans. I, I definitely, I hear your thoughts right now on how there's correlations to how Iowa defensive coordinator, Phil, Phil Parker could feel about the other side of the room there. I get it, but this is a, this is a Wisconsin <laughs> emergency podcast, not Iowa. Um, it, I, I, it's just hard for me to think that this isn't a, a gigantic overture to Jim Leonard to keep him in town. I mean, again, that's a he played safety at Wisconsin. All right. So that's that's a Wisconsin guy as well. There are a lot of people that have viewed Jim Leonard as a gigantic coaching prospect. Like there are many other coaches and, and 80s and whatnot off the record that have talked about how he's a rising star in the ranks. Um, I mean, he was rumored to be the Packers defensive coordinator just, what, two years ago? I mean, yeah. there was too much smoke there to not be fired. Long story short is what I'm saying is if this is how what we think it is, right, and this is Wisconsin uh, um, doing what they can to keep, to keep Jim Leonard in-house, do you think it's that crazy? No, no, I guess it's not crazy, no. And I guess I've kind of changed my tune on this. Like I thought, if you asked me five years ago, hey, do you think Wisconsin should change their offense? Hell no. Why would they change anything ever? They're doing great. But I don't know. At this point, I could see, I think change might be helpful at this point. Okay, I'm with you there, but you're trying to tell me if everything's the exact same, but, you know, a, a different version of Russell Wilson is the quarterback instead of their current quarterback. You're, you're, you're trying to tell me they're two and three right now. <laughs> I mean, even you could go back to like, um, cone. What if cone was the quarterback right now? There you go. I, I mean, he would have been the quarterback through last year. Correct. Yeah, correct. Potentially. Yeah. I think it looks better. Like, gee, there you go again. Another conspiracy theory. You just sprouted in my head. Defensive coordinators, okay, they're known for being a little tougher. Okay, is that fair? Yes. If Jim Leonard was going against uh, Cone and 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 um, Gr- uh, Grant Mertz, and when they made the decision to go with Mertz instead of Cone, maybe Jim Leonard walked into Paul Kristoff and, and said, "What the bleep are you doing? You know that guy's junk." And that maybe that was the start of the wedge between the two. Who knows? Who knows? But gosh, to be a fly in the wall. I mean, it's just it's crazy because like always the thing in the NFL is whoever that quarterback is that a brand new head coach gets, they're immediately married together. And if a head coach in the NFL is going to keep his job, they, he better hope whatever the quarterback they draft or acquire is good. Otherwise that coach is going out with that quarterback. It's not crazy to think that that same stuff applies in the big 10. And I think I was making my point before, and I don't know if I got all the way through, but like, you know, with that buyout just being shrugged away, I, you know, I do think that's the pressure that comes with moving into this new age of the big 10. And it would be in the sec too, where, I don't know. You better win because if not, we got the cash. We'll go find Dude, somebody else. Even just a few years ago, can you imagine 
anybody really paying out a $16 million buyout and just no, that's- at the drop of a hat and not even, you're not doing a bad, a horrible job. You're just not as good as we really want you to be doing. So we're just going to pay you $16 million to leave town. I, I, I know you're being a bit facetious when you say that, but that's honestly a fantastic point. That's, that's bananas. It's crazy. Like they could have potentially talked to him and maybe they did about, listen, we're not happy. If you want to yeah. stick around anyways, long story short, they could have frosted him, you know, they might, like if they you might have fro- <laughs> and maybe they tried to frost him, might've frosted that cake. Yeah, man. Turn over chain my ass, huh? <laughs> but okay, go back to the turnover chain my ass thing. Could you have imagined that we'd be here right now? No. After that? It wasn't that long ago. It was ago. such a beautiful moment. And, and <laughs> Wisconsin fans ate it up. And, and they should have. I did. I loved it. And you know, I've always thought that my guess is Paul Christ. Shows way more personality behind the scenes than he does at press conferences. I, I, you know? I disagree with you. I don't think he has a personality. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. By the way, and again, I, I, I swear to you, Kurt, and to the listeners, I am saying this from a a point of honesty. I swear I am. When I saw the post game press conference with Paul Crist yesterday, he seems squeamish for the first time I've ever seen him, and and I. I thought it in my head and I wish I would have said it darn it on the podcast that we recorded just three, Mm. four hours ago, because then I could have had it on record of actually saying it. But I just was like, huh, he looks a little he looks like he's got something that he's nervous about. With that being said, I didn't think it was going to get fired soon. I just thought it was a show that he started to realize that he's under some pressure. But but but, but to have that press conference just yesterday and like, I just would be shocked if Paul Chris wasn't shocked. I gotta think he it it just blew his mind. It, you know, I'm just I keep thinking you're talking about the Chris uh, post game, and and uh, admittedly, I didn't see his post game, so I'm just taking your impressions from it. As that was happening, Bielema was literally on the field gloating about the Illini win at his old home. And he was he was recording spots uh, that were posted on on Twitter out to the fans standing on the field at Camp Randall saying we got to get fans to the stadium next week for for the Iowa game. You got to wear orange. And he's his family showed up and surprised him and he's hugging his kids and kissing his kids as that was happening that you're just describing. Talk about a yin and yang right there. Very much yin and yang. The other thing I would say is, let's say they got beat by um, uh, Penn State. Okay, they got beat by Penn State yesterday at the final with the final score. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, hey, buddy. Can you? Can you? Hey, come here. Come here. You drive. You drive off for out. Okay, I'll I'll come up and fix that. Okay. Um, or was I, okay, let's say they lose to Penn state. Uh, sorry, guys on big listeners that, well, uh, that, w- that was my youngest son there. Um, let's say they lose to Penn state by the final score. That was the same as it was yesterday and, and, and basically look the same, but it's just James Franklin doing a quick interview. He gets off the field, whatever. Penn state is obviously a lot more blue bloody 
than than Illinois is. But do you think it's a situation where because it was Bulma, right? And because he's sitting there hugging his wife and kids, he's happy. He's lingering around the field a little bit extra. Do you think Chris McIntosh was sitting up in his air-conditioned box and he's like, mother effer, that's it? Correct. I I think that could have – I think – I'm not saying that is why I got fired, but I, that that could have – the emotions could have been going through McIntosh's head. By the way, when you're emotional, not a great time to make decisions. Big decisions. Not a good time. Just saying that. Wow. I mean, there's just a lot. So there's going to be a couple things, I would think, that would come out probably somewhat recently that are going to be an interesting part of the story. As of right now, that's all we got. So I don't know, man. I guess we'll see where it goes from here. Just wow. Craziness. That is a crazy Sunday. That is a crazy Sunday. And the Packers pulled a win out of their keister. Man, it could have been a crazy sad day. Jeez, land. If yep. the Packers lost and this happened, or I guess I guess now it's a crazy happy day. The Packers pulled it out and they feel that they got rid of what is quote unquote the problem with their football program. Pulled it out despite not having a legitimate NFL wide receiver on the entire roster. Yes. And going against uh former Western Kentucky quarterback Zappy. It was it was only ba- Zappy yep. hour in uh, Bailey in Zappy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, man. You got anything else? No, just that I'm still stunned, shocked, still I, processing. It, it, I, it's going to take me a while. Speaking of Amador whiskey, maybe we got to figure out a way to send some Amador whiskey to Paul Chris because uh, he might need some in the next couple days. It's and not I'd a bad also. Idea. And I'd also like to throw a shout out to Paul Christ. If I send him a bottle of Amador, it's going to say, here you go. Here's a bottle of Amador. Uh, By the way, would you like to come to Iowa City and start potentially calling some plays? We'd love to have you. Can't can't get worse. I'm Jeffrey the Green. Go up. (laughs) I'm Jeffrey the Green. I'm Big Kurt. This has been the Eyes on Big Podcast. We'll talk to you soon.